What's up, my golden souls? How y'all doing? Woo, woo. <laughs> Praise God for such a wonderful, magnificent day. I'm so glad that you guys have tuned in and you are here. I am blessed to even have you guys fellowshipping with me. It is such an honor for you to be here with me and, and talking with me and just hearing what it is that God has on um, my spirit, my heart for the day to share with each and every one of you. And so I really hope that you guys have had a great day. And if you have not had such a good day, you've had a couple hurdles, uh, a little bit of struggle throughout your day, just know that God is going to take all of that, wrap it up in a little bag shake it up and he's gonna use it all for your good and you're gonna receive an overflow of grace and mercy and favor and love all that good stuff you know you know how our parents used to mix different things to uh to make a cake like the eggs the flour and 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 just did like the cake mix just all that little different stuff that's what god does he takes your little egg yolks he take your flour because individually it's nasty and disgusting nobody would eat it ew, ew you know but when you whip that stuff together and you put it together and you put it in the oven and take it out and ooh so good so i'm just here to tell you that whatever it is you are going through god is going to take all of that and turn it around for your good so just know that keep the hope keep the faith it's okay it's all right okay so what is the topic today compassion plain and simple as that compassion um, many of us going about this world, we get we become so full of ourselves and we get so busy with our own lives and our own jobs, careers, education, our children, um, so many things. And we some of us have our hands in so much stuff that we're so exhausted. And so that leaves us with having a lack of compassion for um, some extended family members, some family members, friends, co-workers. Uh, teachers even you know um, so I just really want to talk about compassion and how important that is and how Jesus really modeled and demonstrated compassion to us and for us and that because we strive to be Christ-like we also need to be an example of who Jesus Christ wants us to be because his spirit lives in each and every one of us and so real to be Christ-like that means we are to exemplify and exude and have compassion for other people uh, no matter what's going on right and so I just kind of wanted to give every, each and every one of you um, a little story in the Bible of course you know my stories come from the Bible <laughs> um, Matthew 14 Matthew chapter 14, verse 13 through 14. I'm going to try to make this as short as possible. I know I say that all the time because so y'all probably like, yeah, whatever. This ain't going to be short. But I really, really am just going to try and make it as short as I can. So Matthew chapter 14, verse 13 through 14 says, As soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. But the crowds heard where he was headed and followed on foot from many towns. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. And so you may even be wondering, um, that's the end of that. So you may be wondering, um, he, as soon as Jesus heard the news, he left the boat and went to a remote place. Okay, well, what news are you talking about, um, Caroline? Well, I'm talking about um, 
his forerunner, John the Baptist. There was some so there was some of John the Baptist's disciples that had came to Jesus to let him know that John the Baptist had been beheaded. He had died. And so he had got that news. And so that was like his that was his best friend. And many of many of us don't many of us actually don't know that John the Baptist was actually Jesus' cousin. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Most of us don't know that John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin and that John also prepared the way for Jesus by spreading the message about sin, repentance, and forgiveness. Um, so, yeah, like John was like Jesus' right hand, his destiny builder and his confidant. John helped with the growth and uh, prosperity of Jesus' ministry and of God's kingdom. And so just, you know, briefly a little bit about that. So when... To say that he had to get away, he had very well much of a reason to get away and be alone because his best friend, his destiny builder, his cousin, his forerunner, the one that was preparing his ministry, um, had just died, had been murdered, you know? And so that's why he had to go alone to a place of solitude. Uh, of course, he went unsuccessfully because there was the multitude that heard that that heard where he was going. And so they followed they, they followed him. Right. And so one of the things I love, it says that Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat, you know, as he was coming back, you know, he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. And so I want to talk a little bit about a compassion. Um, first of all, compassion, the definition of it anyway, compassion is sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. I will say that again. It is sympathetic, sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. That is just so very, so very powerful. And we really need to hear that because a lot of us, as I said, lack compassion, um, I know I did at a once upon a time. I just had to pray to God every single, every single day. Lord, give me compassion. Um, I know that I have to have that to be your servant, to be your child of God, to be, to, you know, be obedient. Please, Lord, give me compassion, Father God. Um, and so just to give you just a little bit of an understanding of compassion, because I gave you the definition. Now I want to give you the origin of where compassion comes from, right? So compassion comes from um, the Latin word compati. I think it's compati or compati, but it's Latin and you spell it C-O-M-P-A-T-I. And it basically means to suffer with. Wow. <laughs> wow. Isn't that powerful? So I'm going to say that again. Compassion comes from the Latin word compati or compati, which means to suffer with. So when Jesus had compassion on them or for them, having compassion he suffered with them man that is just whoo that's that oh my god okay so let me just say this rather than resenting the multitude uh interrupting him he was immersed with compassion it says that he was filled with compassion he had compassion on them he didn't resent them he didn't go off saying, oh, my goodness, like, why they here? Notice he wasn't moved with complainings because some of us are moved with complainings. Most of us will be like, it's my me time. I'm not on the clock and God didn't call me today. I, or, or you may even say things like, I can never have my alone time. Or when are you going to get away from me? Or I need a break. Many of us are moved with complaining. You're filled and moved with complaining when someone comes about and interrupts you. 
You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that interruption for you can be a divine appointment for someone else. I'm going to say that again. The interruption for you can be a divine appointment for someone else in the name of Jesus. Everything is not always about us. And you know what? I'm even ministering to myself today in the name of Jesus. Everything isn't always about me. You know what I'm saying? My daughter, four years old, she sometimes come to me, you know, while I'm reading my Bible, while I'm just doing something and she comes to me and and. Sometimes it's just to t- it's just to call my name. It's just to talk, but I will say sixty five percent of that time now, and I'm so glad I stopped saying, "Girl, get away from me," or what? Just all that kind of stuff. Being moving, complaining. Now I say, "Okay, yes, baby," and she'll say, uh, "She literally asked me about a couple weeks ago, how were we created? How were we created, Mom? Who created us?" And then it went to well how long did it take God to create the world like she is literally asking these questions and so we have to be careful not to be moved with complaining because that will turn people off it really will and so it just seemed like we quickly yell in the flesh right we quickly yell in the flesh not now Lord or I'm busy or I'm resting when the Lord is telling it's, it's, it's so funny you know the Lord is is auctioning you or or trying to speak to you and you just like mm-mm in about another hour mm-mm this mm-mm nope you gotta wait you gotta wait you know popping your lips and snapping your fingers and rolling your eye really you, you gonna do all that with Jesus like and instead of saying not today Satan you saying not today Lord the, well okay hold up cause I almost got attitude the Lord didn't say that to you he woke you up this morning. He didn't say, you know what? Not today, Caroline. I got like 20 other million people to wake up today. I'm I'm going to I'm not going to wake you up today. I, I don't have time for that. Or, you know, if I'm stuck on the side of the road, just anything. He he's not saying not today, Caroline. Not today, Felicia. Not today, Ashley. Not today, Angela. Not today, Tawanda. Whoever you are, whoever you are listening, he's not saying not today to you. He's not saying give me another hour. He's not saying I need to rest. God is God is always open and, and, and welcoming us and ready to help us at any given moment, any given time. He's never too busy for us. Okay, and so, um, okay, let's get back to compassion. So Jesus was moved and gripped with compassion. So he had um, basically equaling like he he uh, compassion again is having one's inner being stirred up. That's what compassion is all about. Having one's inner being stirred up. So the question I want to ask you is, how do you react when your plans are interrupted or unexpectedly spoiled? How do you react? Do you react in a way that I just um, gave an example of? Or do you welcome it and say, okay, yes, yes. How how can I help you? Or how can I serve you? Or what's on your mind? You know, how do you react when your plans get interrupted? When, when, when people come before you or when somebody come before you? Come on, like, let's just be real. And if you know it's in this little stanky, funky way, then you know you, you got to get it together because you being stank. You being ugly. You being nasty. And that's not Christ-like. That's not godly. We're not here for that. You cannot be anointed and messy. You cannot be anointed, anointed and stank because only Christ has the sweet perfume, the sweet aroma, that sweet scent we are to leave. We ain't to leave no nasty, funky scent where people be like, where people go spraying other scents around us like, oh, she, ooh, get out of here because that, that smell, oh, oh my goodness, I, I don't want that. 
No, don't be that way. Come on now. Let's not be that way. And so I know the Bible says that the multitude um, heard where he was and found him. Um, however, Jesus didn't see this crowd as the multitude, right? He didn't see this crowd as the multitude. Um, I like to believe that he didn't see them even as a mob of people. And Jesus saw them as individuals. Jesus seen each and every one of them as individuals, not as a multitude, because he had compassion uh, for them. And in order to have compassion for them, you, you first of all, I just told you what the root, uh, what the um, Latin word of compassion is, which means to suffer with. So to suffer with um, this many people, you have to have a revelation or insight um uh, the inside of their situation uh, of what they're going through. And so Jesus had the ability and power to see each one of them in their individual state of what they were going through and to suffer with each and every single one of them. And so these people were sheep that didn't have a shepherd. They needed things. They needed things that were not once being provided to them. They didn't have a shepherd prior to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So they needed a shepherd. They needed a shepherd. So that's why they were referred to as sheep. They needed a shepherd because they didn't have those things. They didn't have healing. There was no one teaching them. There was no one feeding them. And so Jesus was the one providing for them. Jesus was the one um, healing them and teaching them and feeding them um, that which that they needed to live. You know, um, they had no one to guide them or take or even take their pain to instruct them. And in, in order for you to guide someone or lead someone into the next phase or where they have to go, where they need to go, you need you have to have truly a deep revelation and understanding of where they are. And that's what Jesus had. He had a true and deep revelation of where each and every one of them are. And like, as I said, he wasn't overwhelmed with them because he didn't see them as a crowd of people. He didn't see them as a as a multitude. He saw them as individuals. He saw them as one individual person on their own and each and every one of the each and every one of these people are suffering with different things and that i am going to step up to the plate and help each and every one of them so another question is how is your compassion leading them to the good shepherd how is your compassion leading them to the good shepherd there may be someone in your life that you truly need to have compassion with that you that god is calling you to suffer with um that and once you do that, how is your compassion leading them to the good shepherd, leading them to Christ? You know what I'm saying? Um, as I said, sometimes how we treat people, we 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 draw them farther away than we, than we bring them closer to. You know, and that that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be bringing them closer to Christ, drawing them near to God, making them curious. Um, um, making them want to go i, I want to know the person you know i want to live how you live how, how you know what i'm saying so we don't want to draw them farther we want to bring them in closer okay and part of that is having compassion with somebody it's having compassion on somebody and keep in mind that jesus was grieving jesus was grieving because john as i said john the baptist had died he was murdered by, by King Herod. Um, Jesus was in need of rest. He was in need of rest. Uh, however, there were individuals that were suffering, starving. There was suffering and starving spiritually. Jesus was tired. He was grieving. He was hurt. He was in pain. 
He was in pain. And yet, you know what? He thought to say, you know what? I'm going to put my stuff to the side and I am going to help them. And how did he help them? How did he help them? He had compassion on them. He, he healed their sick and then he taught them. That's how he helped them. Although he needed rest, he was he, he didn't get no sleep. He was grieving and pain and hurt and all this kind of stuff. And yet he chose to do that to the side. And so, um, how many of us are willing to do that? How many of us are willing to do that? Not many of us. Not most of us. Most of us, if we're going through something, if, if one of our family members just died, and, and that's just being real, one of our family members just died, and you got somebody coming up to you hurt and, and all that kind of stuff, and they're they they're needing they're seeking healing as you're seeking healing they're seeking deliverance as you are seeking deliverance but they're on a whole different scope than where you on and you probably looking at them like look i just lost my mother or my cousin or my friend i'm not on what you on you need to come to me tomorrow with that i am grieving i am in pain come to me no that's not godly that's not christ like god is saying to I'm not going to not heal you. I'm not going to not deliver you. But what I am saying that as my child, if you if you have faith and trust in me that I will, that I am going to carry you and heal you from the state you are in in this, in this present moment, I need you to do what I've asked of you, which is to have compassion on people, which is to lay aside what it is that you may be going through and have compassion on somebody else and help them with what they are going through right um most of us but most of us are most of us are okay with that we see and in most cases know that um if one is suffering spiritually we okay with that we will literally go to bed and have a rest and have a peaceful sleep that night wake up drooling and with whips on our little face y'all know if y'all sleeping good y'all got whip, like you got whips on your face and stuff and you drooling you got the ugh, it's just nasty but some of us are truly okay with that like y'all sleep so good and y'all just sleep so good and it's because you have a lack of compassion for people you rather get your needs met you rather get you rather get your healing your deliverance your favor your overflow whatever it is you need to get met first before you help somebody else and if jesus would have did that to us we would have been in a whole lot of trouble if jesus would have been like okay i need y'all to get right i need y'all to do a b and c before i before i get nailed to this cross before i take these lashes for y'all y'all need to get yourself together that's wrong because y'all might not look at it that way but that's exactly what y'all doing that's exactly what are you that's exactly what you guys are doing to other people what i have been guilty of doing to other people and I, and god has helped me and cleansed me to correct that behavior behavior and so basically i just want to let y'all know that compassion compassion is helping somebody even through your suffering even when you're restless even when you're hungry even when you are in lack that's what compassion is that you will put your mess aside to suffer with somebody else that you will have sympathy over their situation that you will bear arms with them that you will have compassion on them even when it is inconvenient for you that's basically what compassion is i know there was a situation um i don't talk to this young lady anymore 
I don't talk to this young lady anymore, but um, she was going through some stuff that, and God sent, had been sending me visions of what she had been going through, literally personal stuff of what she had been going through. And um, of course, I was still praying for her and I, I loved her dearly. I, I just, God released us spiritually and physically. Um, and so he had literally showed me some personal things. And what I, I was like, okay, God, well, um, what would you like me to do father god what do you want me to how do you want me to deal with this and he said um continue to pray but i want you to talk to her i need you to talk to her because she is in a very dark space she's in a hopeless um she's in a hopeless place right now i really need you to talk to her and so i prayed and i prayed i even fasted for this young lady and god even showed me more more intimate personal things regarding her life and it was just so I could understand and have a revelation of where she was who she where she was so that I could see her individual state so that I could see her pain feel her pain feel her emotionally I was literally able to to hear her thoughts feel her emotions I was literally man i even started crying but it, it it was like it was her tears coming through me i kid you not i was literally having an experience of somebody else's pain because and what that god said that is compassion you have by being my child you you love you love her that much that you are willing to have compassion on her you are willing to suffer with her and so of course before i confronted her with with whatever god wanted me to tell her um god just really wanted me to understand where she was really understand where she was and so that's what happened and so many a times i'm not saying it has happened to all of you but sometimes um if you truly genuinely love God like you say you do and you love his people like you say you do and you praying for some people and you really going to bat for them God will let you in on their on their intimate personal lives and spaces but not not to give it to you to, to go run and tell somebody no to give it to you to pray for them to bear arms with them to intercess for them on their behalf and if in some cases to go to go to them and give them hope because that's what God wanted me to do. He sent me, he showed me those things and he sent me to her to give her hope. And I was so sincere about everything I was saying. I was, I, I did everything in love because I knew where she was. I had felt that young lady's pain. I had felt every emotion. Her tears ran from my face. I kid you not. It was, it was the most powerful it was the most powerful supernatural experience I had ever, I had ever experienced. Seriously, I kid you not. And so, um, that what compassion is. I literally suffered with that young lady. I truly did. And I still pray for her to this day. And so I just want to tell each one of you, he didn't hand pick, he didn't hand pick, uh, out the crowd who he would heal. Okay, he wasn't overwhelmed. And so every time I read this story, I always see a smile on Jesus face for some reason. I true, I always see a smile on his face. It's at like, oh, yes. Oh, okay. Thank you, God. You know, I don't know why. I, every time I read that story about uh, him receiving the news and all that kind of stuff and the 
him getting away and the crowd following him and then how he had compassion on them i truly do see a smile on his face um and that's i th- and, and and i think that's because that's the approach that's the attitude that's the motive he wants us to have that when we when we see others in pain when we see others that have been inflicted and living with infirmities when we see others that have been paralyzed and blind for so many years when we see others that are lame when we see others that have been tormented and in fear when we see others that are living in guilt for so many years when they approach us we ought to smile because guess what god is about to work through us and and give them some good news god is about to work through us and send them some healing some joy some peace some 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 tenderness some love god is truly about to work through us so that they can receive jesus christ and have salvation god is about to work through us so we should smile when somebody come to us we should be moved with compassion we should be like yes here they come yes god for to get them now we should jump for joy when somebody come to us we shouldn't have this attitude of oh my god here they come or uh not today can you just call me tomorrow or i'm tired i need to go to sleep i don't work 12 hours who cares what you worked who cares what you work you, you will never retire from the kingdom of heaven. You will never retire from the, from, the, from, from the business of God. You never retire from that. You never get a day off and you never clock out. So get used to working around the clock every day. Get used to working on the day that your mother died. Get used to working on the day that you got fired. Get used to working on the day. Get used to working with your enemies. Get used to it. Because that is the business that Jesus was in. That's the business that Jesus was in. And so we have to be willing servants and cheerful servants and with a smile on our face, knowing that these people coming to us, whether they are a multitude, whether they are, whether they are a thousand tude or a one a tude, we are to smile when they approach us because we know that God is going to give them the very thing they need through us. But we have to be a willing and open vessel. We cannot be tainted. We cannot be, we, we cannot be complainers we cannot god says to be moved with compassion why because jesus was filled and moved with compassion we have to be moved with compassion which means to suffer with suffer with that person so that you can truly understand where they're coming from many of us want to jump jump to conclusions or assumptions or uh, give somebody a quick fix on their life and you don't even know what they've been through Y'all trying to finish people's sentences on what it is that that they need or what they want. You don't even know what they've been through. You haven't walked their trial on their path and yet you have the answer. I don't think so. You don't have the answer because have you, are you willing to suffer with them? Are you willing to say, God, for me to receive a greater understanding, Lord, open me up, Father, that I have great compassion on your people, Lord God, that I be filled with compassion like Jesus Christ and that I'm able, Father God, to see and have a revelation of what it is this person is going through so that I can love them sincerely and genuinely, Lord, and help them in whatever way that you see fit, Father God, and not just throw at them a quick fix because a quick fix ain't none but a bunch of trash. I'm going to tell you, it's a bunch of trash. It's a bunch of baloney. Don't feed me baloney. Feed that to a stray dog. I am not a stray dog. Neither am I a cat. I am a human being that have human natural problems 
and I struggle on a day on sometimes day to day through my life. There are some things that I just need help with, and I don't want anybody approaching me with a quick fix. I want somebody that's sincere, that loves me, that understands, that understands. And you may not been, you may not very well gone through what they've gone through because I did, I, ooh, I was not on that young lady's path, but God, God placed her pain on me. He gave me her emotions. He allowed me to, to hear her thoughts. I so I had it. I had a. I had a journey, I had an experience where I suffered with her in order to have compassion on her. Many of y'all don't, me and y'all don't even want to do that because y'all go, hmm, I'm, I'm suffering enough as it is. I'm suffering in this life as it is. And you want me to, you want me to suffer with somebody else? I don't think, and that is why you are not called. Hello, that is why you are not chosen. That is why you still sitting on your couch waiting on another assignment because you won't open your little self up to have compassion for somebody else. You won't open yourself up and make yourself available. Open your heart and say, God, I'm willing to suffer with. How is it? How is it that you're willing to suffer to suffer for Jesus, but you ain't willing to suffer for the people that Jesus suffered for and died for on the cross? You got you have to do the same thing. You do know that, right? You got to do the same thing. Jesus suffered with on woo. Jesus suffered with and he was mutilated and beaten and was nailed on a cross. He suffered with and he died for the very people that he's asking us to do the same for. To suffer to suffer for them, to suffer with them, alongside them with what they're going through in order to get them to the spirit of the living God. Mm. Wow, Jesus, help me today, Lord. Help me today, Lord. Come on now. Get this through to somebody because somebody needs to hear this. My God. Get it through because somebody needs to hear this, my Lord. Show do. And let me tell you something else because most of y'all wonder. Most of y'all are probably even asking, okay, well, if 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 I am to lay my I am to lay my 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 hurt and pain to the side and suffer with somebody else to just to get them through theirs, then how am I gonna get through mine? I'ma tell you, because if you are called and, and if you are working in your ministry diligently, you're working in your ministry. I'm 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 I'ma tell you something that God told me. Jesus, because it never said in the Bible that it it, it, it it never restated or went back to 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 if to whether if Jesus was was comforted or whether he received some kind of comfort with his grief. It never stated it. And so I asked God, G, G, you know, it doesn't say in the Bible, Lord, you know, what were, were you know, he went back to deal with his grief, Father. And so whatever happened, and that's what God told me. He said, Jesus received comfort through the work of his ministry. Hallelujah. Come on now. Let's come on. Jesus received comfort through the work of his ministry. So even in his grief, his purpose followed him and met him where he would be. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Jesus received comfort through the work of of his ministry so as long as you are doing what you are supposed to do as long as you are following your purpose in your ministry 
You will receive comfort through the work of your ministry. Jesus ministry was to was to was to be salvation for others was to uh, 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 release healing and deliverance and all that for other people. Okay, Jesus received comfort through the work of his ministry. So doing that for other people, he received in return great joy and comfort and peace, knowing that people coming to Jesus, people getting saved. That person got healed. That person was delivered. That blind man can see. That lame can walk. That leopard is no longer leprosy. Do you hear what I'm saying? He received great And for some of us, that ain't enough. I'm here to tell you, you greedy. You greedy. Mm-hmm. You are a... Ooh, Lord, you greedy. You greedy. For some of us, that's not enough. We want more. But God is saying you you will receive comfort. You will receive relief. You will receive your peace. You will receive your joy through the work of your ministry. So I'm telling you, are you you discharging your ministry? Are you carrying out your ministry? Are you fulfilling your purpose? Because if not, hmm, there's the problem. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Come on now. Come on now, come on now, come on now. Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. Well, that's all I wanted to say to y'all. Have compassion. Please have compassion on people, okay? You don't know what they're going through. You don't know. Would you want somebody to do that to your loved one? Would you want somebody to do that to you even? No, you sure would not. You sure wouldn't. So I'm telling you, I am asking you to have compassion. If you know that you lack in in that area, you need to go before God. You need to go before God and tell him. Tell him, because I'm going to tell you right now, our spirit is perfect. Our spirit man has everything that we need on the inside. So what does that tell you? If you are, if you are operating in lack of compassion, you are operating in your flesh because your spirit man has everything that you need. So you need to go before God and ask him in the name of Jesus that with the spirit, the perfect Holy Spirit that supplies and has given everything that you need, that has everything that you need, that you are able to unlock and open the spirit of compassion that lives on the inside of you, that you that you don't reject it, that you don't hinder it, that you that 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 you don't lock it up, but that you unlock it. That the spirit, your spirit, the spirit that he is giving you is able to work through you to have compassion on other people because it's inside of you already the spirit the spirit of the living god the holy spirit lives inside of you you the spirit has everything it needs the spirit never lacks the spirit does not lack you have everything you need in this in the spirit and there's a spirit that lives within you so all you gotta do is ask god to unlock it because i don't know I, I, i don't know what you're doing i don't know what you're doing but just say, God, the, the your Holy Spirit, the resurrecting power that is resident on the inside of me. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that the spirit of compassion may 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 come from without of may come out of me in the name of Jesus. 
that it is that it is already resident on the inside of me it is already there lord god so i'm asking you that whatever my body is doing whatever my flesh is doing father god to hinder you from fully working i ask of you to remove it in the name of jesus so that your spirit man is able to fully work fully work in the ministry you've called me you've called me to have compassion that's all i want to say have compassion so i love you guys have a wonderful and great day um be strong be courageous be golden bye-bye thanks for tuning in